welcome to the newest episode of The Voice Speaks. I am Olufemi Nathan Oshako, the Executive Director of Eternal Crown Ministries and host of this podcast. Finally, I am back with a new installment from the Abeka Alphabet series. I know I've been saying, you know, next week and next week and it had not come, but this week is the week. That's what we're doing. And it's the letter D that is the inspiration for this episode. And the scripture that goes along with it is depart from evil and do good, which is a portion of Psalms chapter 34, verse 14. And that scripture is a portion of a much larger story. This specific psalm is the one that gets quoted often, especially during uh, testimony service and or if someone is getting up to have remarks. Uh, You know, they'll say, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Yeah, this is the passage. This is the psalm. This is the song that David wrote and depart from evil and do good again is a small portion of that you really have to look at the story as a whole which is a phenomenal phenomenal historical account of what God was doing in the life of David at that time that caused him to write this David was talking about blessing the Lord at all times because he sought God God answered and delivered him from his fear. What was that fear? It was a fear of death. David had to face his enemy while fleeing another enemy. And the enemy that he faced was the first enemy that he did battle with. And that was the Philistines. David's first military conquest was Goliath. And everyone knows about it. I mean, people who don't know anything or don't believe in God are familiar with the story of David and Goliath is used in uh, sports stories and things all the time. The small little underdog taking out the, the giant. But this was really David's first public ministry and when he killed Goliath after he took him out with the sling and the rock and the stone we know about that the five smooth stones and the sling he then took Goliath's sword and cut his head off again Goliath was the champion of the Philistines came from the city-state of Gath. And where was David going as he was fleeing? Saul, his father-in-law, who was so angry that not only did he try to kill David multiple times when in his presence as David was serving him, that's all sermon in and of itself, but not only did that take place, but Saul got so mad that he was ready to kill Jonathan because Jonathan was cool with Saul, I mean with uh, David and allowed David to get away from him without 
Saul having the opportunity to take him out. So th this is the situation that David is in when he's going to the Philistines. He's being chased by Saul, or he knows that Saul is after him and he's got to get away. And he goes without anything. And as he's going, he stops at a town, talks with one of the priests, gets some bread, and gets Goliath's sword. He asks, is there, uh, are there any weapons here? He's like, hey, Goliath's sword is uh, wrapped up in some cloth behind the ephod. And David was like, that's a good sword. Like, you know, let, let me have that. And again, the sword being wrapped up behind the ephod, that's another uh, sermon and story in and of itself. But David had that on him when he went to Gath, to the place, the hometown of Goliath, took his sword. You know somebody had to know that that was Goliath's sword he was walking with. And he knew that too. And he was going to the king of Gath with Goliath's sword, with Saul coming behind him. He needed favor from the king. He needed the protection of the king because if he was out in the open, Saul could get him. And when he got to the king, Achish said, oh, David, isn't that that one with the hit record? Yeah, they had hit records back then too. Saul has killed his thousands and David has killed his ten thousands. Th this is the, the David that you're talking about? It's like, why would I give him a place to stay. Why would I help him? What sense would it make? And David, for whatever reason, probably because he was scared, was scratching at the doorpost and foaming at the mouth and doing all kinds of stuff, just acting a plum idiot, which caused Agus to say, you know what? I got enough crazy people around me. I don't need him uh, to send him on his way, send him off over somewhere, give him say passage I don't know but get him out of here David knew that even though he did the things he did uh, as far as how he acted in, in Achish's presence that God spared his life he spared his life David had a purpose he was supposed to be king so he could not die before that came about and uh, I have to say people that spoke volumes to me as I was covering this earlier in devotion with my children if God has given you a promise though you may be fleeing one enemy and in order to flee the enemy you may have to run head first into the castle, the stronghold of another enemy with proof that you have beef with that enemy. It doesn't matter. You cannot be taken out. You cannot be stopped because God's purpose has to come to pass. That, that is really the backstory here. God's purpose has to happen it's got to happen I think about a time when a couple years ago I had to have a procedure and it was the same kind of procedure uh, 
heart troubles running my family. My mother died of a um, heart attack ooh, uh, at the age of 47. I had to have the same procedure that she had as she was passing. She died on the operating table while they were doing this procedure. I had to have the same procedure. And I knew very well because of what happened to my mother that when the anesthesia wore off, I may not be on this side of eternity. And if that's the case, glory be to God, I am with him forever and I would be a happy man. And I still will be whenever that day comes. But it wasn't my day or my time for that to happen. And when I woke up, glory to God, when I woke up from the anesthesia, I can remember God saying to me, because again, I didn't know. I didn't know if I would make it through or not. But when I woke up, I was like, okay, I'm here. And the Lord reminded me, said, you can't die yet. There are promises I still have for you that have not been fulfilled. And reading this today helped to solidify that in my heart and in my mind. It doesn't matter how dire the situation is. If God has, mm, glory, if God has said something, if he has promised you something, he's going to bring that to pass. But in David's praise and, and his glorifying God for delivering him from his fear and encouraging everyone to, to bless God at all times, he also dropped a gem on us. And from verses 12 to 14 tells us how to have a good life while we're here on earth. Said, whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. Lies, depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. You want to extend your life? Speak the truth in love. Don't tell lies. You want to have good days in that extended life? Get away from evil. Seek peace. Pursue it. Do the things that are right and are good. David extended his life because he turned from evil. It would have been evil for him to kill Saul, even though Saul was trying to kill him. He knew that God put Saul in that position. Saul was the first king of Israel. The only king that Israel had known to that point. But the same thing that caused Saul to have issues, insecurity, because he knew that David was going to be king. And he thought that David was a man like himself who may have done whatever it took to obtain the crown, even taking out the king to do it. He was insecure and scared. It was like, and, and, and Jonathan you know, you're in league with him. You're supposed to be the king. He's going to take your place. That insecurity drove Saul to do all kinds of stuff that he had no business doing. And we saw the insecurity day one with Saul when he was being coordinated as king and went off hiding somewhere. You're the biggest person in Israel, a full foot taller than everybody else. And you hiding. But again, that was his nature. He was insecure. 
But David was secure. He knew, again, that God had a promise for him. And that if God had a promise, that God would do whatever it took to bring about the promise. David was not given instructions to help God in bringing this out, which we get in trouble with. God gives us a promise. We go out and start doing this and doing that and trying to do things to make it happen versus being still, knowing, acknowledging that he is God and doing as the scripture encourages us to do, which is acknowledge him in all of our ways and he will direct our path. If you're not acknowledging him in all of your ways, if you're not seeking him in all of your ways, you'll get out of order, do stuff that you don't need to do, and you can then cancel the blessing. But David wasn't going to do that. He knew that Saul was anointed, just as he had been anointed. But he knew that when it was time, he would be king. He wasn't going to do anything to speed that process up. There's a blessing in the process there is a blessing in the passing of the time i know i spoke about redeeming the time uh, on last week about using our time to the best of our ability there's there is so much value in allowing god to do what he wants to do within that time so be patient wait on his timing david then doubles down on his previous statement in verses 15 through 16 it says the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their cry but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil to blot out their name from the earth God is looking at the righteous you want God's eyes on you you want God paying attention to what you do you want God's ears to be open when you cry be righteous love God depart from evil and do good because those who do evil as the scripture says the Lord's face is against we reap whatever it is that we sow so I encourage you sow righteousness how do you do that get as far away from evil as possible and do good what is good? Whatever God says to do. Until next time, I want you to think about this. All right. Next week, I'm not going to tell, or let me say this. I'm not going to tell you now what's going to be next week because I don't know. The only thing that I do know and I can say with a surety is that it will be whatever I cover in the devotion that I do with my family with my boys on a weekly basis we got into so much good information in this past devotion that i don't know if i'm going back to the abeka format right now we're still going over those scriptures but i don't know if i'm going to expound on those or start teaching about some of the other things i really feel like that's the way that things are gonna go again either way it goes whatever i get to give to them going to give to you until next time this has been the voice speaks god bless